0: Welcome back to the Safe House Travel Diary, a diary of my global journey to the safe houses of rappers from misunderstood places all over the world. We last left off as Saleh and I were leaving Boraj al Baraj near refugee camp and the night should have ended there. I needed sleep because I was going to interview some more rappers the next day and attend the concert that I was there for that was being thrown by Chino but I really wanted to hit up Madam Khayel, the home base of the Lebanese rap scene. Welcome to episode three, Madam Khayel. Okay. Give it a clap, okay. Welcome to The Safe House, a diary of my global exploration of hip hop in misunderstood places. Hi, my name is Saha. I'm a mama, Lebanese immigrant. And most of all, I'm curious. I'm traveling around the world, meeting hip hop artists in their safe houses to talk about the experiences that shape their music. Welcome to season one, Three Nights in Beirut. Yo, Mon Beirut Lebanon. Madam Khayan. The headquarters of the Lebanese rap scene in Beirut. When did rap music land in Lebanon? I'm sure there's someone out there who can make an argument as to exactly when and how. The truth is, up until 1990, Lebanon was going through a civil war, so tracking creative activity at that time is difficult. But what I can tell you for sure is that Lebanese people were listening to American rap in the early 90s, and I know that for a fact, because I bought a bootleg of Snoop's first album, Doggy Style, at a souk in a rural part of the South back in 1994. Men and women had been rapping across Lebanon in refugee camps, villages, across Beirut. But a scene, an actual scene, didn't really start to come together until the late 90s when MCs started performing publicly. Building on the legacy of rappers that came before him, Chino, along with his generation of Lebanese rappers, aimed to elevate the rap scene from beyond the underground and broaden the market for hip-hop. A weekly open mic night called Hip-Hop Essentials 101 helped rappers hone their skills in a community setting. Every Monday night, man, Hip-Hop Essentials 101, Chino in the motherfucking house representing, too. You know? Concerts, albums, and even tours featuring Lebanese rappers were on the rise Each representing their ethnic background, regional dialect, and unique perspective In 2015, Chino assembled a team, and together they launched El Arena The Middle East's first rap battle league And a testament to the growing hip-hop scene in Lebanon This is the first hip-hop battle that's going on in Beirut, officially, and in Arabic. Yeah. Yeah. To my left, Haley from Los Angeles, with Beirut Lebanese roots, with body bags, on his way all the way over here. Give it up to disaster! On our right, the beast from the east, straight from Beirut. Half de Italian. My for for all that talk about being Bint Badad, yeah, I never hung out in Modam Chayan. Uh huh. What they make me want to talk about? Yeah. Okay. He's still madam Chayan. <laughs> but I heard the legends of streets so packed that you could barely walk, and cafes, clubs, and bars that stayed open into the early hours of the morning. Young people from across the spectrum of Lebanon's religious and ethnic groups converged there for nightlife. You can see poke bars and pride flags in that part of town. And it's where the hip-hop scene in Lebanon thrived. And finally being there with Saleh, I was geeking out recognizing places I had only seen in YouTube videos before. Saleh pointed out Radio Beirut, a cafe and event space that streamed live music from the Middle East, and where they hosted Hip Hop Essentials. I saw the steps where Chino and his crew launched El Arena. I saw where that new rapper Ziggy shot that video in front of the steps too. That night in Maram Khayel It was quiet Most of the hangout spots were closed Or closed down Including Radio Beirut Saleh told me it didn't used to be like this But Maram Khayen was one of the area's worst impacted by the Beirut port explosion in August 2020. You know the one. Videos of it went viral around the world. They start off with the warehouse on fire next to some grain silos at the port of Beirut, followed by a mushroom cloud explosion that was heard and felt across Lebanon and beyond. 218 people died. 300,000 were left homeless and displaced. And the nation was traumatized and calling for an end to the corrupt political system once and for all. Later on, I had the opportunity to sit down with one of Lebanon's most prolific hip-hop producers, Aladdin. And he told me what I knew to be true but was in denial about. Lebanon had changed in ways that I didn't understand. It's really understandable. It's not a stupid question. It's like the, the shit that happened to the Lebanese people in the past two three years was insane. Late 2019, we started the revolution. He's referring to the protest movement that emerged in the aftermath of the Lebanese banking collapse that started at the end of 2019 and led to the local currency tanking, eventually losing 90% of its value. uh, There's no more middle class, let's say. So 2020, COVID hits. Then August 2020, you have the blast. And you have the Lebanese people in the middle of all this bullshit. Just like right in the middle, going through all of this, no electricity, no nothing. We were walking back to the motorcycle so we could head home. And I was wondering, how much of a hip-hop scene is left here in Beirut after 2020? Beyond that, I wondered if I knew what I was doing. Or if I was the one to do it. Am I in over my head? I don't know enough. I don't have the skills. I'm not a journalist. I'm a music fan. Then the universe answered. With a wall. With a poster on it for Chino's concert tomorrow. I used to look at this concert poster on Chino's Instagram, wondering if I should come to Beirut for it. And there it was in front of me. As if to give me a gentle pat of encouragement on the back. You don't have to tell the whole story. Just tell yours. Yeah, what they make me want to talk about? In this episode, you heard music by MC Mo, RGB, featuring Malika, Jamul, Asasi, and Ziggy. The Scratch track at the beginning of the episode is by DJ Lethal Skills. Did you know that he was the first person ever to post a Scratch tutorial fully in Arabic on YouTube? Shout out to Chino and El Arena for giving me permission to use excerpts of their content. And big thanks to DJ Lethal Skills and MC Royal S. For permission to use excerpts from their respective documentaries about Lebanese rap. You can check out those documentaries, El Arena Rap Battles, and multiple playlists curated from this episode from the different periods of Lebanese rap in the show notes. Rest in peace, Double A, The Preacher Man, whose voice you heard earlier talking about hip-hop essentials. And lastly... This episode is dedicated to the victims and survivors of the Beirut port explosion. To learn more about it and the epic protest movement that took place afterwards, check out the links in the show notes. Thank you for joining this week of The Safe House. Don't forget to subscribe, review, and share it. And I will see you for next week's episode when Saul and I hit up Chino's concert. Until then, peace and much love.